is Jake. And TJ. And this is I Haven't Seen Em All. You, and you, since, since this is, Oh, you know, I'm going to interrupt you. Since this is the fourth episode, I'm just, I'm just going to say, it. you know it's Haven't Seen Em All, right? Not I Haven't Seen Em All or We Haven't Seen Em All. It's just Haven't Seen Em All. <laughs> well... <laughs> I am just, you know, saying they that haven't we, we haven't seen them all, you know? Well, yeah, that's us. That That's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, so we had a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, I had, a, I had a case of the blues. Feeling better. We're back in it. And rem- remembering this from a week ago. So, well, it's a little fresher <laughs> for me. Yeah, I am remembering it from a week ago. Uh, but I've been recalling the movie in my head. Yeah, uh, I've been so. trying to do the same Like while I've been at work, you know, lollygagging. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I'm not too disappointed if I miss a whole lot because like like we'll get to it. It was it was a it was a movie you know worth watching. It was entertaining, but you know, it's kind of the origin story that nobody really wanted. So like, I mean, it's not that they didn't want, but it's we didn't ask, or they didn't ask for. Yeah, yep. Nobody was asking for that. Yeah. So like, I mean, it, I guess yeah. I'm I'm not too upset if I don't remember it all, but. Uh, I guess we're here to talk about Solo. Yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story is the full title. And this didn't have like the classic crawl on the screen. No, no. I was, I was a little upset about that. But I guess um, I was trying to be like, oh, I guess it's a Star Wars story, not a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I th- I don't know. I felt like they would treat it the same. Yeah, I but. was expecting them to. I, I will say I did get used to uh, the uh, campy acting from the uh, uh, first few movies uh, because I feel like the campy acting was supposed to, you know, pay homage to like the original trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, four, five and six. Uh, so, like, you know, I, I gr- I've grown used to that in, in one, two and three. And I feel like this movie didn't have it. Yeah, this is like kind of acting, acting. Yeah. And I liked it quite a bit. I I liked being along for the ride. Um, so, yeah, I definitely noticed that too. That the acting style was, wasn't followed suit. Which is good. I think so um, since there's it's it's not actually called an opening crawl um, it's actually a little bit harder for me to find so uh, it looks like I, I don't know if this is a full one or the full crawl but here it is um, it is a lawless time crime syndicates compete for resources Food, medicine, and hyperfuel. On the shipbuilding planet Corellia, 
the foul lady Proxima forces runaways into a life of crime in exchange for shelter and protection. And, you know, if that's not the whole opening crawl, that's really as much as you need to know. Because they're not on, on Corellia for long. Um, you know, even throughout the whole movie, even though, like, Solo's trying to get back to Corellia the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, really, uh, they're on Corellia, um, Solo, and I, I'm forgetting the uh, um, girl's name. Uh, um, Daenerys. Well, we'll just call her Daenerys. <laughs> um, so the Dragon Queen and Solo are on Cornelia, and uh, they're just orphans uh, that are, like, led by this centipede Lady Proxima who, like, so this is kind of giving me, like, August Rush flashbacks, you know, like, the Lady Proxima is, like, the Robin Williams controlling these orphans. But anyways, um... Uh, so they're briefly trying to escape Lady Proxima because they have uh, this uh, resource. I, I forget what what the, what was the resource. Is it hyperfuel that's in that vial? Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah. So yeah, they're trying to escape uh, because they feel like they can get a lot of credits for that hyperfuel. Um. They get captured while trying to escape. I think they escape again. However, uh, Daenerys, the Dragon Queen, gets captured and Solo is uh, left free. And um, I think that's where he like joins the army. Yeah, yeah. He saw advertisements for the Empire and thought that if he could get his hands on a plane, then he can go wherever he needs to go. Yeah, um, yeah, Kira, I think that's. Oh yeah, I just, yeah. I just googled it quick, and um, it, it's K E E R A is like how it sounds, the phonetic sounding. So Kira. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and I actually, um, I, I did enjoy how uh, he he got the the name Solo. That that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. <laughs> it wasn't super in depth, and I don't know. It was it was necessary, but not overblown, and I liked it. And um, uh, it also allowed him to you know escape capture again because I'm sure had he used like a real name if he had one i wasn't really even paying attention uh they would have like given him back to lady proxima yeah and so it was he's been in there for three years in the uh joining the empire um fighting what seemed to be endless battles right yeah, yeah, uh, it looked like some World War One slash uh, Terminator esque battle. Yeah, and kind of running into what seemed like a group of mercenaries uh, inside the Empire, 
Yeah, yeah. They were like hiding um, undercover. Um, I kept wanting to say Neil Patrick Harris, but uh, upon further review, it's Woody Harrelson. Yep. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe this movie might have been more interesting if it were Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, yeah. That you would know, be really interesting. Yeah, so that's that's my ideal cast uh, is is um, Neil Patrick Harris to replace Woody Harrelson. Uh, let let that be uh, on the record. So Woody Harrelson, he is. Uh, I just had it. Tobias Beckett. Uh, yeah, Captain. Duh. Captain. <laughs> um. And as I think they were walking. He noticed that uh, one of the guys was pulling up his pants with like alien hands, right? Did you get that? Yes, yes. Um, uh, Han Han noticed that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he called. Uh, what? Where? What? What's that race called? Like, Ar- oh gosh, I don't want to say something. Ar- Ar- Ardrian. Yeah, I wanted to say like Ardini. Is Ar- that a Ardini? Maybe. Chef Boyardinian. Yeah, Chef Boyardinian. <laughs> and his name's Rio, I believe. <laughs> that guy. Played oh, yeah. by John Favreau. And yes, he is yes. amazing. Yes. Um and and I'll say I the the little alien's face looked like a mixture of a monkey and a Boston Terrier. I wanted to squeeze it and yell at it uh, <laughs> because it was cute and I was mad at it. <laughs> Spank its butt. <laughs> <laughs> a favorite thing to do on a dog. Yeah, I don't know. I've never spanked a pilot's butt. Yeah. Um, and then also there's Val who we later find out is the, um, were they husband and wife or just? I think they were just like, uh, intimate. It seemed like, yeah. Yeah. In a, in a relationship. Yeah. That's deeper than ours. Yes. (laughs) Um, and they, um, Han was calling their bluff. And then uh, the captain called his bluff and got one of the actual Empire lieutenant, I believe, and was um, the uh, captain said that, hey, we have a traitor here. And he got taken away into uh, the monster pit. Yes. You know, I forget what the monster even was. Oh yeah, duh, duh. Meeting oh, my Chewbacca. Oh, um, how could I forget <laughs> the most important part of the movie? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, he meets Chewbacca. Oh, and mind you, as as an animal groomer as a profession, I want to groom the shit out of Chewbacca. <laughs> he would not only be well behaved but but I, I feel like he'd be he'd be awesome like look at that coat i don't know okay i'm just gonna go on and do you, man do you offer any chewbacca style cuts you know if i did it would have to be on like a um oh gosh 
I'm going to get called out on this. What are they? Like, not Brussels Griffons. But you guys know what I'm talking about. It would have to be on one of those type of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I can picture it in my head. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, yeah. It's like the, the type of dog that the, the Ewoks were based off of. Yeah. Anyways, Chewbacca, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I know Chewbacca's that one listener in in Belgium. <laughs> uh, so Han happens to know uh, Wookie. Yeah, and... yeah. I wish they went more in depth. Like, or do they go more in depth? And I just don't remember. Like, be, because I, these are things I think about and I dwell on, and I know I shouldn't dwell on. But like, if they're gonna give me an origin of Han, why start in the middle of his goddamn life? That's my that's my critic there like i want to know how he knows all of these goddamn languages if we're gonna get an origin story give me a gosh darn origin story right yeah i i would like uh, yeah that's the kind of stuff that i'd like to know about like those little things of that make a big impact yeah Um, like this is how he's gotten around to to live this long (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um uh and just for the record, uh Sherwook, I think is the name of the language that the Wookiees speak. I'll trust you. And I'm probably saying it wrong as I do everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's I haven't seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen them all. Um so they get out after they collapse that mud cavern they're in. Um, and they... Uh, Tobias ends up uh, turning around and picking them up, uh, thinking that they could use them. Yes. And uh, that's where they... Uh, they go to a snowy planet and like yeah. starting having their conversations about like kind of where they are and why they're there. Yeah. I, I don't even uh, remember the name of the planet. Anyways, it's a, it's a snowy planet and uh, um, they, they're there to steal this uh, resource for, um, Oh gosh, cyborg. What's his, not cyborg. What's his name? Cy- cyber, 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 uh, Probably doesn't even start with that letter. Darian Voss. <laughs> yeah, Darian Voss. <laughs> or know, Dryden, Dryden. Dryden. Dryden Voss. Dryden. Dryden. Dryden Voss. Vision, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> he has more words in this movie than he does in the whole MCU. I swear. <laughs> um. So, uh, was he was he trying to get? Um, uh, is it more hyper? Coaxium. Coaxium, yes. So, and it's like this train car that they steal, right? Yep. And so they're piloting this uh, thing that they stole off of uh, from the Empire, right? And mm-hmm. um, they they um, go through this whole long uh, fight scene with uh, um, on, on the train, right? Um, yeah. 
and this is where uh do we lose not only Val but do we lose um uh, uh Austin Terrier monkey guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we lose them uh and we also lose the coaxium. Yes. Uh it gets blown up, doesn't it? Yeah, because uh, Han, you know, to save himself and Captain is a Captain Tobias Woody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to save them, uh, he cut the load, uh, and it um, because they they were also attached to uh, the people they were stealing it from. Yes. Uh, so he cut the load, uh, and they smashed all in, or the enemies. Smat along with the coaxium smashed into the mountain and had this huge explosion and uh captain woody is very very mad because not only did he lose rio um his beloved val but he also lost the coaxi coaxium that he uh, uh needed for uh, dryden voss yeah so those those guys that were messing up their plans or trying to steal that coaxium as well um he it seemed like to me that my impression was like oh these must be people from the empire stealing this um no i didn't even think about that i just thought it was like you know uh it's planet's own planet thing and mm. and they were just stealing it but yeah no that totally makes sense and I can't remember. Is it at this point where they put that tracker on the ship? Um, you know, this is going to be one of those moments where I'm going to tell you I didn't even notice that. Okay. You know, if I were in the Star Wars universe, I would be easily sabotaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Have to. You have to pay a lot of attention to everything. But Uh, at the same time, not really. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because the Jedis will just tell you, enforce their will on you anyways. Yeah. Um, Well, the Jedis, they're they're in exile right now. There's there's not too many of them. Mm -hmm. They kind of don't exist. That's for another movie, though. (laughs) Yeah. And so at this point, they uh, go back to talk to uh, Dryden. And they meet up with uh, Kira. Yes, Kira Daenerys. Yeah. That was another thing that, oh, what a... Uh, happy coincidence that she just happens to be here right and it was at this point my fiance actually pointed out that it was Daenerys I had no idea because um, up until this point the only time I've ever seen her was uh, her as uh, blonde and naked in the first season of Game of Thrones and uh, if if the three listeners want to fight me, I'm sorry. I haven't seen the Game of Thrones. He hasn't seen them all. Leave him alone. I ha- I haven't seen them all. 
okay so uh kira's there uh yeah they go to talk to uh dryden and putting them in the situation where you either get in or you die right now or you get what i ask for or you die yes yep so they come up with a plan to um get this unrefined coaxium i think like what it is before it's uh coaxium is a thing yeah yeah and uh, and then dryden is like but how are you going to do that uh if if uh it'll it'll expire or whatever uh before you get it to the refinery mm-hmm and, and they were like, not if we have a ship that's fast enough. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we should really get sound effects. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. Uh, this is where they uh, are in the search of a ship now that yes, is fast and then enough. Yep. I'm sorry I keep stepping on your toes here, uh, but for our viewers, viewers, wow, uh, listeners, um, uh, Jake and I, we're we're 1,500 miles apart from each other. We can't see each other, so I'm going to interrupt him often. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is where we're introduced to uh, 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 Donald Glover. Yeah, Childish Gambino. Um, uh, or, or, you know, for people in the, the Star Wars universe, Lando. Yes. <laughs> Apparently this was a, a person to know in the, uh, f- episodes, I think it's five and six. I don't think he was in four. Uh, yeah. Um, and I actually wasn't aware of that, um, uh, because I was like, you know, upset. Uh, towards the end of this movie, I was like, you know, what are we what are we gonna do? Because Lando's not in the, the original trilogy, and mm-hmm. my fiance, who is obviously a fan of this universe, was like, yeah, he is. <laughs> like, I I I was uh, I was educated. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have they play um, this game. It's like poker. We'll just call it space poker. Yeah. And he always has a green epsilon up his sleeve. I think that's what it's called. We're going to call it that. Sabak. Sabak. Yes. Not an epsilon. What the fuck is an epsilon? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, very poker um, remnant, right? Uh, And he, you know, he looks like he wins some, looks like he loses some. And then the final bet, uh, like he thinks he's got it, and then he bluffs about his ship. You know, I actually, I, I kind of I forget, you know, a little bit of the information here, so I'm just going to let you keep talking until until we get into the spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it ends up losing the card game. Um uh, but Han has no ship to sell. Or oh, yes. And, and then uh, 
Kira saves the day. Yes. That's it. Yep. She saves the day. Um, told her that they're doing this job and he'll be in for, was it 30% or some sort of percentage of the payout? 25, 25. I remember that because uh, almost immediately he gets it knocked down to 20. Yep. <laughs> uh, and at that point, uh, they were in a rush to get off of that planet because i think they were getting oh it was impounded that's what it was the oh uh, yes um millennium falcon yes this is where we're introduced to the millennium falcon i don't know why i wasn't more uh excited about this in the podcast because i was very excited about it in the uh in the movie yeah it's really cool because of course just was seeing episode four the most recent it was cool to see like the that little chess like game that chewy and tobias was playing like when oh yeah luke and obi-wan were playing that um i yeah, i'm not really remembering that for are you ref, you said the fourth movie yep you got to remember, like I was high in Vicodin. It was it was the day after surgery. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll be seeing it soon enough. But um, from what I remember of that, it was cool to see those little uh, uh, features within the ship. Yeah, yeah, and I also like uh, uh, the little tantrum that uh, was it Chewy that he was playing, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he he was like, you can't knock them off the board, Chewie. They're holograms. I I thought that was a, you know, maybe maybe it's good that George Lucas kind of took a few steps back for these movies because the comedy is a little better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I did pick up on that that it seems the writing was more fluent, and maybe that just comes with you know this being more recent. Right? Yeah, that too. I was thinking that too. I always gotta, I always gotta think about that because you know my my brain is a sensitive millennial brain. Um, if if things aren't the way they're supposed to be, it, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this kind of went through the ringer with directors, if I remember right. Uh, Ron Howard directed. I was actually just talking about Ron Howard today. Do you know, apparently not many people in my age group know who Ron Howard is. I'm like, Opie from uh, uh, the Andy Griffith show. He's now uh, most known for his uh, uh, directing. (laughs) Yeah, Arrested Development. Yes, yes. Um, So I I thought it was good. Uh, But continuing on, uh, we meet um l3 and that uh droid is awesome uh lando's droid yes yes because uh she's a liberated droid and i am all about liberated feminine characters and do you see uh remember her full name l337 uh no but is that leap yeah, Leet. Well, <laughs> um, you know, and I, I also, 
I don't really know what leet means. Is that like is that short for elite? I I am the least hip and happening nerd around. Uh, you can barely call me a nerd. Old computer nerd speak because you could spell it L three three seven and like okay okay um, yeah elite. Oh, this okay. guy is elite. Uber elite. Yeah. I I remember people saying that. Yeah. Okay, so um, this liberated droid, I love her. She's uh, telling telling the uh, droids that are wrestling each other. Uh, she's like trying to educate them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on the way to Kessel, which is where they're going to get that um, that resource. Yes. They uh, Kira and Han have a little smooch oh yeah i forgot about that and then they get caught by uh, lando right um no woody harrelson yes captain yes. am i interrupting something <laughs> yeah and you and see like kind of uh lando's variety of capes <laughs> uh, i think she was trying it on that's why she was in there right yeah i think so too yeah. yeah, yeah, I think she was. Uh, I I remember I remember them commenting on the capes, the capes. Yeah, but it was cool Sorry, that I don't know why I said it like that. L three had <laughs> supposedly like the best way to route your ship's path, um, and with me being a DBA, um, I thought that was pretty cool that there were. Uh, different droids for different purposes that can analyze uh, the ship's path for flight. Very cool. Oh, yeah. That is pretty cool. Because uh, uh, this was unique in going to Kessel because there is so much uh, you're going through um, uh, like a kind of asteroid field but it was crazy like things going popping weirdly um they said it was like planets crashing into each other from what i remember so if she could route that like she's if a droid could route that she's the droid to do it yeah okay um and they talk about the plan for infiltrating Kessel. And they like Yeah, I, and I don't really remember a whole lot here. Yeah, I think it's mostly like we gotta stick to the plan. Everyone stick to the plan. The plan, the plan, the plan, the plan. Yeah, uh, because you know what happened last time, Han. Yep. And so they come out of the ship with Han and Chewie in cuffs offering them as slaves in for payment of whatever and Kira was the person from the Empire that there's representing I think it was, was she the Empire maybe uh, no she was uh well, I guess it, no, 
Because Dryden Voss is, she, what is that symbol that's on her wrist? Because it's the same symbol that's on the ring of Dryden Voss. Oh, yeah. I did not look into that. I think that was just that she, that he owns her, right? Okay. So, yeah, I don't think they're, like, affiliated with the Empire necessarily otherwise. Because I think, I think it's, like, just their own. Um, no, because Dryden Voss, uh, he he answers to somebody because I remember that was the big that was the big deal in the first place. Mm, yep. Because he's like, "What am I going to tell my boss, whoever that is?" Yeah. Yep, that's right. I don't know. Somebody will correct us. Also known as Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Brandon. Um. And so they fall for it. They got Han and Chewie being led by um, was it Lando? No. You know, for some reason I'm drawing a blank through like this yeah. whole part. I don't know why. Because I feel like it's pretty and darn important. <laughs> yeah, so the what I remember is uh, Tobias following Kira uh, with L3. And they were in this like headquarters area of this uh, base or camp. And uh, that's when the tables start to turn. Right, uh, uh, L3 decides to <laughs> liberate all, all of the droids. Oh, yeah. I don't and I don't think yeah, that was part I of the plan blanked out on this yeah no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they ended up getting control of that base uh, with all the droids helping and knocking out the guards and Kira knocking out that dude uh, yep and Han and Chewie were able to escape uh, Chewie seen other uh, Wookiees that were being yes. used as slaves. Yep. So him helping those guys and leaving the plan and Han staying on track. So he's got all the those canisters rushing it up to the top um, while the slaves are escaping. They're, they're freeing themselves, taking over. So, yeah, I thought this was a really cool scene. Yeah, yeah, it it was now that I'm having like flashbacks of it. <laughs> and um <laughs> and um and it's at this point where um you know, they they all start heading back uh towards uh, the Millennium Falcon, right? Yep. Yep. And um does L3 does she go back out or is she she just gets stuck on the battlefield and and then Lando goes back out. Uh she gets stuck uh going like she's not too far from the ship but ends up yeah. uh getting shot down and Lando goes out to to grab her. And and then um something happens and she gets like split in half and um uh, I guess we should reference like a few scenes ago 
L3 uh, uh, confides in Kira, I think it is, uh, that uh, Lando loves her. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that plays a huge role into Lando's reaction, why he went out and saved uh, uh, a droid. Not not just because she's um, awesome. She's an awesome uh, liberated droid with a great personality, but he, uh, you know, he had... Uh, I don't a relationship because I guess I don't know how intimate it was, so I don't want to like slander anybody. But yeah, it was a relationship. Yeah, he felt very strong for her. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he thinks that you know he can fix her and everything. He drags her back to the ship. This a lot of turmoil happens in like thirty seconds because they're all trying to get back to the ship. There. Yeah, I want to say that Lando gets shot or something here. Yeah, yeah, I think he or gets. Uh, yeah, he gets nicked. I think. Um, and Kira ends up throwing a grenade and shrugs it off to them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then they're uh, they're able to get back on the ship, um, and they uh, they take off, right? Yep, they take off. Uh, they uh, end up being chased out. Oh, or no, gosh. no, they uh, they go through that like asteroid um, field thing, a uh, maelstrom. Oh yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like a, a Cthulhu like creature. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. I had no idea what was happening. The scene went on for far too long, but it was interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, they ended up s- uh, as they were escaping, uh, running into some Empire ships. And TIE fighters came out uh, shooting at them. So they not only had like a, a star or a space ship battle, but there was also that giant um, Kraken looking dude. Yeah. And um, so they they eventually like uh, escaped the battle and the, the Kraken, uh, right? I'm, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was one of those things where like, in the nick of time they do the thing that they needed to do and then it didn't work and then there's that few seconds of failing and then it works yes yeah well you know how else is a movie supposed to progress yeah yeah, (laughs) Uh, and they get to where they needed to go super fast Uh, like they landed did they land in atmosphere on Sovereign on that planet? Um, they they landed where they they had to. Um, the ship was not in good shape when they landed, from what I remember. Yes, um, and oh, I feel like you're you might be skipping ahead a little bit. Oh, probably. Um. Because you're skipping ahead to where Lando gets mad at Han, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like we're missing the whole part where they actually get the the actual 
canisters uh, from that, like, tribe people. Uh, that's or, that's or, what that escape was. Oh my gosh! That I'm that whole like space time like, continuum uh, infiltrating Kessel. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So fast forward to the end, uh, <laughs> 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 where they crash land and Lando gets mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, um so then they go meet with uh uh no oh my gosh um this is where they they're about to get like captured by uh um oh who are they about to get captured from so it's from the the same people that you, they, you met in that first heist they attempted oh yes 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 and um and I really like this part. It, it This is where I feel like they uh, uh, had a little dash of classic Star Wars um, where Han was like, don't worry, I got this. And he's like, uh, you know, oh, you see that ship over there? If you guys make one wrong move, blah, blah, blur, they'll uh, come out and start shooting. And all of a sudden Lando just leaves with a Millennium Falcon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So these guys are the Cloud Riders, um, and they claim that this coaxium is going to the Crimson Dawn, which is who that um, Kira and oh, these are the tribes people I was just trying to I was talking about. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and yeah. the, the one where she takes off the helmet and it, uh, uh, reveals, uh, that it's, uh, um, that one woman. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Carry on. No, that's okay. Uh, so they, um, talk about kind of what they're doing and why they're there, which would be the, they want what they're the coaxium to fight against the empire that this is going into the hands of crimson dawn who is working for the empire yeah so they're in the empire's pocket yeah so this is the first instance of the rebellion after the empire Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um is one of one of the the cut scene not cut scenes um but uh side scenes uh we see Darth Maul. Did that happen yet? Mm, not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun here. Really. I'm trying to Anyways, I did have to do my research uh, on how uh, Darth Maul is in this movie. Yeah. Um, apparently, he didn't die when uh, Kenobi cut him in half. Uh, he fell down to these like sewers and spawned little spider legs, and um, uh, is like 
I, I don't know. It's it's explained in the animated series in one of the animated series apparently. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so when you are being cut with a lightsaber, if you're cut from the waist down, right? You're it's so hot that it cauterizes right away, so you don't bleed out. Okay. Uh, so that's why he was able to survive and yeah he survived the landing for wherever he went yeah because jedi yeah jedi the force <laughs> um so during all this um this is where i like i i had to just stop guessing what what was gonna happen because i'm like oh nope it's not that. Nope, it's not that. So I just, okay, just be along for the ride. See where it brings you. And um, so it set up the uh, the ending of talking or giving the coaxium to uh, Triton. And he brings it to him and it seems like it's the real stuff you know that's there's this whole like oh is it fake is it real yeah Um, yeah yeah and then who is trusted who and whose side are you on and the way it played out was um han brought in the coaxium uh, said it was real uh dryden did not believe him and then brought in Tobias saying, I know that you are going to give it to the rebels or the you're going to cross me and give it to this group that's over that's outside in that same village. And yeah. the village uh, was attacked from the Crimson Dawn. I want to think it was the Crimson Dawn uh, that they betrayed. That was it's confusing that I'm when I'm even saying it out loud because I think I have a good understanding of it. And turns out that it actually is coaxium that um, that was brought to Dryden, and there was a whole fight that broke out. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh, Tobias's uh, uh, phrase here um, when Dryden is like, "Why'd you do that?" After he uh, shot everyone, and he was like, "Because when I I, I prefer to be the only one with a blaster or something like that." Mm. Yeah, is that this scene? If it's not this scene, I appreciated that scene that I'm talking about. Yeah, because I think they had the uh, uh, they had the blasters on the. The cover of the coaxium, or on the lid, yes. or something. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, was Chewbacca in this fight? You know, I'm having a hard time picturing him in the fight. Honestly, don't think he was i want to say it was just kira and han that were in that um, where was he though it doesn't matter (laughs) 
yeah, it doesn't matter. So the then the the way that it resolved was, um, Kira ended up, um, you know, looks like it was he was she was siding with Han, and she told him to leave with the coaxium, giving it to the rebels, and then she turns on this monitor and there's Darth Maul. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is where we're, yeah, we're introduced to Darth Maul again. Yeah. Uh, saying that, you know, shit went wrong and he advised her to go back and she did so. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think it was it was at this point in the movie where I I feel like I started to kind of just zone out because like I knew we were at the end and then like yeah I'm sorry so I don't really remember a whole lot until we like get to the very end unfortunately so like I I think I might just be along for the ride on this one <laughs> that's that's what the whole movie was uh, <laughs> and. So the last scene with uh, Beckett is uh, him and Chewie meet up with him and they have like this uh, showdown kind of vibe and Han shot him, shot him dead. Yes. And it's just as I didn't expect it, but then I should have by the way things were going in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then um, he he says something along the lines of like, I would have done the same or something like that. Yeah. And and, uh, It, it was bittersweet is what it was. Yes. So the the. What were their name? Cloud Riders gave Han like a little bit of uh, what was refined from that. Uh, I think Quaxium. I think it was just like a little bit of Quaxium for their troubles, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 10,000 credits worth or something like that. But Han and Chewie were free. Yes. Which was the big thing. They were on their own set to do what they want and what they wanted was the millennium falcon millennium falcon (laughs) Uh, we should have said that together okay our our Uh, listeners are gonna be so disappointed i will uh fix that in post (laughs) Uh, Uh, so yeah uh this this is where my memory starts to pick back up because i just love lando or i should say i just love uh, uh donald glover um so Han is like, yo, we're going to get that Millennium Falcon. And I know that uh, uh, Lando has that uh, green Cybok in his sleeve. So um, when he introduces himself to uh, Lando again, uh, he uh, uh, gives him a handshake 
and he steals that damn green Cybok. Am I even saying it correct? Whatever. I don't care. I think it's Sabak. Sabak? Sabak? Sabak. Tabak? Sabak. Eh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they go on their thing where they win some, they lose some, they hustle one another. And then Lando goes to reach for his green Sabak. And it's not there. Oh boy! Damn! And, and Han wins the Millennium Falcon. Dun dun dun! dun so dun, dun. we got exactly what we needed. How did Han and Chewie meet? And how do they have the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? I was. It's it's the origin story that nobody asked for. I'm not going to say it's the origin story that nobody wanted because that's episode one and I stand by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, uh, on a scale of one to ten, seven being the highest, both on the uh, um, spectrum of Star Wars and the spectrum of movies overall, what are you going to give it, Jake? Um. So, Star Wars-wise, I'm going to have to say that this was a 8. Oh, you're going an 8? Yeah. Wow. I liked it. I had a lot wow. of fun with it. Um, movies in general, to say like a 6. Okay. It was good. Uh, Decent. Fun ride. You know, Star Wars-wise... I guess, you know, I'm going to take what you have uh, said into consideration. It was a fun ride. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I'll I'll go along for the ride. Uh, so I'll, I'll say Star Wars wise, I'm going to get it a, a seven. You talked me up to a seven. And when I say seven, that's a low seven. Mm. And uh, movie wise. Gosh. I'm, I'm going to say probably six because, you know, it it was a ride. It, yeah. it wasn't it. It was it was like a somewhat unnecessary drive. It was fun to do. But it is a chore. I, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll give it that. Um, so far, out of the four Star Wars movies we watched, episode three for me blew me away. I don't even remember what I gave it, but I knew it was high, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so far, three is definitely my favorite. Um, so yeah, what are we going to do next week? Uh, we're doing uh, Rogue One. Rogue One, yes. Okay, and... This time, I'm going to do my darndest to to be uh, on time. I know uh, the week before last, uh, we had a couple delays, uh, and then we just didn't do last week at all. So, uh, um, you know, we're, we're going to get back on track. It's if, a... if there really is, if there is a track anyways, you know, we have like, what, two, three listeners? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 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 There's uh, Ireland, right? The one guy. Yeah, yeah. In we we person. see you, Dublin. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for the next movie. I watched half of this movie in the theater, uh, Rogue One. And why the, only half? 
<laughs> Should uh, we talk about that in the next podcast? Yeah, yeah, we'll say that for next the next podcast. That sounds good. Cool. Okay, well, to that one listener in Dublin, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.